Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Dennis, girl. Mm? Is that a new shirt? You look so fucking amazing today. Oh my god, no. This is like 10 years old and it's from the back of my closet. What is it? The thing that's making me feel good is the beautiful, amazing designer jockstrap I'm wearing. Oh, the hole is readily accessible. The hole is always readily accessible. Listen, we're talking about underwear export here. Everyone has their own personal style that makes them feel best, and that means underwear, too. Underwear Expert is an underwear of the month club that curates underwear based on your personal style, ensuring yeah. that you will get new pairs that will be just right. You can preview your box before it ships preview and change box. pairs. Oh, I previewed your box last night. <laughs> and also, underwear expert sizes up or down, making sure you're comfortable and feeling confident. Go to underwearexpert.com. Coupon code is thought spelled T-H-O-T for 55% off your first month. That's thought spelled T-H-O-T. T-H-O-T. Who for Thought is brought to you today by Audible.com. Listening makes us smarter, more connected people. It makes us better partners, parents, leaders, and thoughts. And there's no better place to start listening after Food for Thought than Audible. Audible is where so many inspiring voices and compelling stories open listeners up to new experiences and ways of thinking. Audible members now get more than ever before. Members choose three titles every month, one audiobook plus two Audible originals that you can't hear anywhere else. And you know, we have Daddy Thought Alexander Chi. Did you know his books were on audible.com? You can I did listen not. to How to Write an Autobiographical Novel, yes. his incredible book of essays that I love, 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 right there on audible.com. Get your life. Start listening with a 30-day Audible trial and your first audiobook plus two Audible originals are free. Visit audible.com slash T-H-O-T. Again, that's audible.com slash T-H-O-T. Audible.com slash T-H-O-T. Hey Thoughts, you're about to listen to an extra special live recorded episode all the way from Portland. Y'all, what was the experience like? I had so much fun over there. I did too. Um, Dennis and I were roommates. <laughs> so <laughs> that was a thing. Yes. But I only had, I only spent, we only spent one of the nights together because, you know, Dennis had to get it in at some point. So <laughs> I did have it all to myself for one night. <laughs> I totally forget what the experience was like right now. Because like, like, no, we were at that, breweries cut, all the actually, time. Literally. Breweries. Literally. We, uh, I, we read the itinerary and it said we were going to a distillery at 11 a.m. And I was just like, well, obviously we'll not yeah. drink Forget the whole there. <laughs> like, we won't drink at 11 a.m. We got there. They were serving us shots. Not sort shots of. at 11 a.m. It was and even like, amazing. took the shots. That's what made it so that wonderful, was the, yeah. Even Fran, Fran took the shots. shots. Yeah. Fran, Fran took the like, shots. totally laid back, let go, like not I even know. worrying about content. Yes. Like, <laughs> that was actually crazy. It was an amazing experience. Yes. It, was. it was. It was super fun. They got us wasted. There was a lot of good food. I pulled a hoe and slept with a 23-year-old dancer. That's oh, right. Which, which doesn't 
didn't happen. Is that um, the one we met the next morning? No, no, that was a different. That was a different. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say there was a, Dennis got a lot of dick in Portland that weekend. Okay. It was a and good time. I pulled a Fran and requested a separate room from everyone and, <laughs> and had my own a soaking tub at a different hotel a tub down the street at a different hotel on the other side of town. <laughs> it was very nice. Um, the the hoes in Portland are are. Generous. Great, generous, generous people. I made a personal and not small. If you so, know um, what I mean, it's, it was recorded a while ago, so there might be some, you know, dated bits in there. Um, but it's entertaining nonetheless. Thank you so much to Listen Up Festival who hosted us over there. Thank you so much to Jupiter Next, uh, the hotel that had us out there, and thank you to the entire state of Portland. <laughs> We're in state our state, no, true. Oregon. It's like, I mean, uh, um, our 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 highest listenerships are over there. And, and also, we just love to visit. We'll be back again this summer. Tin House. Yeah. Jupiter. Next. Mwah. Mwah. Hello, Portland. Hello, listen up. This is Food for Thought. Hey. Um, I mean, if you don't know, it's a... Uh, 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 how does it start out again? A podcast. Podcast Gab Fest. We're in a multiracial mix of queer writers gather around the table to talk about sex, our identity, Woo! culture, what we like to read, and who we like to read. <laughs> Food for thought. We're like really hungover, you guys. Like, we're like, like <laughs> in so hungover. Portland has us fucked up. <laughs> you have no idea. That was actually the master plan. They just wanted to put us on stage and have us fucked up. Mistakes yeah. were made last night. Many. Fully. So many. Like, and also, like, not just that, but like, they like filled us to the brim with alcohol, and then the only food was like cured meats. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I was like, and we love cured meats. I love love like, cured meats, but also. So cured meats and alcohol do not a meal make. They also had us in a whiskey factory at 10 a.m. the other day. Yes. Like, Fully 10.30 a.m. Which, again, we loved. <laughs> but, but it's part of why you're going to get whatever you get. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just FYI. So um, I'm Tommy Teebs Pico. I'm an indigenous American poet, screenwriter, and I'm like a truffle pig for curious straight guys. <laughs> That's definitely true. I'm I am scandalized. scandalized. <laughs> wow. I'm Alexandra De Palma. I'm an audio producer. Yes. I teach podcasting, and you guys don't even know this, but the other night after the live show in Brooklyn, I almost had a foursome with Joseph Osmondson. <laughs> I'm so happy it didn't happen. What? It like that what? almost happened. We were just drunk enough, like, just drunk enough where it was too drunk to happen and also think it was a good idea. No. You know what I mean? It was like, <laughs> but thank God it didn't happen. Yeah, but when that, I get, I get so kissy with that dark liquor. You That's know what I mean? Like, I know. There has to be some sort of, like, graph of, like, the, the, the exponential correlation between how drunk you are and how good of an idea that would right. be that, like, peaks and then it just goes... Like yes. a, straight that, yeah. back down. That was the situation. The, listen, the brown makes you want to go down. It is what it is. <laughs> it's that, a part of it. You wait. I'm sorry. <laughs> we were just talking about how Dennis is the queen of catchphrases that are not real catchphrases. They don't exist. They, don't, they also don't make. I just make shit up. The, wait, what did you say? Know. The brown always goes down. It, goes down. <laughs> it makes me go down. When I drink brown liquor. Did you know that Dennis has literally never seen Real Housewives, despite the fact that <laughs> everything they say sounds like it's exactly directly from Real Housewives? 
um, I give brown all, always makes you go down. I give <laughs> all the credit to the fact that I was born in New Jersey. Like mm. it's just it is what it is. Dennis Norris the second. By now you know who I am. I'm a reader, a writer, a former figure skater, and I'm still learning that really valuable life lesson. Just because the alcohol is free doesn't mean I have to drink it all. Yeah. <laughs> That's true, D. It's true. Welcome to adulthood. <laughs> I'm Fran, I'm a writer, an editor, and most recently, the public enemy to every single Taylor Swift fan oh, on Twitter. Yeah. Oh, Hi. have you seen our mentions? Did you, did you, are you oh. not aware of, okay, Fran, what happened with, so you had a tweet? I don't even know I what happened I had a tweet. Oh, I made a, good a tweet, though. So I made what I thought was a very funny meme <laughs> of, it's like a little, it was a little modicons, and it was like Casey Musgraves, America's liberal country music sweetheart, and it's her pushing someone off of a building, and it says Taylor Swift. And I was like, that's really funny. And I was like, tweet. And then 50,000 retweets later, literally 50,000, I am truly like getting death threats. <laughs> we all are. They have come Everyone, for all of us. Yeah, yeah. Like, all, of, all us. of our mentions. I had to like mute that conversation because so many of them were coming out being like, Taylor ends you. And I was like, I don't <laughs> think so. I'm not here. Like, oh, I don't. You're saying this from your mom's basement and I'm saying this from like the plane. I don't get it. <laughs> it's, I don't get it. They're messy. It's really messy. sad. And I also, my other favorite mention that we get is like, Rep tour sold out. And I'm like, what? That doesn't have anything to do with anything. I was like, I don't care if the reputation tour sold out. Um, But (laughs) anyways, I'm very proud to be the public enemy to all Taylor Swift fans. Mm. And I stand by that meme. So congrats. I stand by you standing by that meme. And Casey Musgraves is awesome. We stand. Yeah. Uh, They don't know. They they literally still think Casey Musgraves is Katy Perry. But (laughs) I saw a video on Twitter last night of Casey Musgraves covering "Tearing Up My Heart" by NSYNC, and it was actually like really sexy. It was like, damn. Mm. So that's all I I need to find that. We need to find that. We'll put it in the show notes. So Dennis, will you tell us what we have on the menu this morning? Um, If we can ever get ourselves together, (laughs) (laughs) Um, this slutty group of rabble rousers will rouse your rabbles with some Uh, wordplay again. (laughs) all kinds of hot tea which oh. we're super excited about no. the four of us will disclose our various um situations mm. and for dessert we have a little rum punch bacardi style oh yeah, it's gonna be cute thirsty yeah thirsty cute. I'm feeling a little peckish. I think uh, everyone's like, "What is going on?" Start the top of this show the way any good top should, with a little tease. Our uproarious appetizer segment, amuse Boosh, and to amuse our Booshes this morning, Fran. That's right. Who here has heard of our game called Homonym? Uh, For all of y'all non-word nerds out there, a homonym is when a word and another word that sound the same are spelled differently and have different meanings. So like bear and bear or whatever. Um, And so in our game homonym, we have a smattering of similar sounding things and we decide which is the most 
homosexual. Gay. Yes. Mm. It's a pretty easy conceit. And that's now, the thing. Keep in mind is which still, is the gay is not the best. Not, it's the yeah, gayest. It's the yeah. gay that's very important. If I were to say Harry Styles or Harry Buttholes, which is the most homosexual, we would all say Harry, Harry Styles. Styles. Yes. You know. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's just, you know, you get, you get the game. Um, Grace Jones, Grace and Frankie, Amazing Grace. Ooh. This is hard. Man, I know. <clears throat> I just, uh, I'll, I'll give it up to Grace Jones. I got to. You know what I mean? Yeah. My Jamaican guy. <clears throat> but also, like, church hymns are really gay. <laughs> and I feel like Amazing Grace is, like, gay culturally. Yeah, you know? like, uh, that is an exaltation that's quite faggy. Yeah, yes. truly. Grace and Frankie is really gay. Great, I mean, true. Grace and Frankie is hella gay. Jane Fonda and Lily Tomlin. I love them. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to say Grace and Frankie. Patty Hearst or Patty Mayonnaise? <gasps> Patty LaBelle. Oh, <laughs> you're cheating. Patty, Patty. Uh, I need I, a Patty Pie right now. Patty LaBelle saying that she's a Gemini all the time. <laughs> Have you ever seen like a super cut so of her bad. type? She's like, I'm a Gemini. Well, I'm a Gemini. I mean, there are two of me, so like, I'm a Gemini. And they're like, what? Uh, her, her other hat, like her Sasha Fierce is Priscilla. Priscilla! And what she says is Priscilla is a witch with a capital B. Love it. <laughs> Again, queen Done. of catchphrases. Just like you. Just, just like me. So, listen, I taught her well. All I'm saying is I've never seen Dennis and Patti LaBelle in the same room. No, never. So, next up we have buses, bus boys, bussies. <laughs> I was counting down to who was going to be the first person to say bus on the stage. <laughs> we thought it was going to be you. We all thought it was going to be Can it be... Um, a bus boy getting my bussy on a bus. Oh! That's a nice little scene. I'm just yeah. saying. What well, kind of Venn diagram is that? <laughs> As Dr. Seuss <laughs> once wrote. <laughs> Horton hears a who dis. Horton hears a who dis? Wow. We should write children's books. Just kidding. We would be fired immediately. Dominique Jackson... Domino's Pizza, Dom's. Domino's Pizza. Domino's Pizza. Okay, yeah. explain. You There's are Italian. No explanation. I just like think <laughs> that Domino's Pizza is super gay. Truly. Yeah. Like, uh, they yeah. give you so many options on like the Domino's website. You know what I mean? That has a countdown track. I just think like that countdown much. Countdown tracker. It's just like that reason. much control seems so gay to me. Mm-hmm. Listen, after yeah, every late night half-hearted hookup, you need a late night half-hearted pizza. Okay. That's true. It's, just, it's a rule. I also love that Domino's campaign like a few years ago that was like, listen, we're sorry. Our pizza, it was bad. Like, <laughs> and then they had a full came in. They were like, we fixed it. The pizza's good now. The pizza's still not good. It's good. But like, it's I, like, I like owning it. up to your mistakes, I was like, that is the queer art of failure. Like yeah, Judith Halberstam. Yeah. That's true. Jack Halberstam. I like that angle. There are so many tops who've said the same thing to me. Yeah. So Jack- <laughs> Listen, we're sorry. <laughs> Bottoms up, D. Uh, Lucy Lou, Lucy Lawless, Lucille Ball, Luce Buttholes. <laughs> I refuse. <laughs> Lucy Law. Getting, getting a Lucy from the bodega. Oh. No, cause, yeah, because you don't have to commit to buying a whole pack of cigarettes. You just get the one. That's, you just get that's a Lucy. Very gay. Yeah. It's pretty gay. Mm. Yeah, no that's commitment. very gay. Yeah. 
I mean, I find, I mean, Lucy Lawless was Xena Warrior, yeah. Warrior Princess, oh. who's a lesbian icon. So yeah. is Lucy Liu, though. That's true. That is <gasps> Lucy Liu's a lesbian icon. Yeah. And she also she makes... Recently beca- Did anyone see Set It Up? The one with her no. and Tay Diggs? That movie was so fucking good. Yeah. She wasn't a lesbian in it, but... <laughs> but she was, really but she was a boss, though. She was, she was a boss-ass boss. bitch. Yeah. And, like, really sexy. But she, she also makes lesbian art now. Did you see? She's been a Pardon? painter. She's been a prolific painter for years, and she just what really makes it lesbian. No, she, there are these naked women like holding each other oh. and like touching each other's. Really? Well, it's Ew. abstracted. <laughs> but touching each other's um, what? Bookmarks. <laughs> Bookmarks. I can't say it. <laughs> I'm, so I'm okay. Uh, 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 Hardy, Tom. As in Tom, Tom Hardy. <laughs> Hardy as in Ed. Hardy boys, hard erections. <laughs> I lost myself in the Hardy it's... boys books when I was a kid. I did. Did you? you did? I, I did. They're I super did. All I wanted to do was like have sex with them, but I didn't quite and know solve what mysteries. sex was. It was both brothers uh, at the same time? I mean, yes. Like a little <laughs> incesty? Listen. Listen. I'm just cl- for clarifying. Like, listen. Clarifying, yeah. Listen. She was. She. She was a thought then. She's a thought now. <laughs> Not much has changed. <laughs> uh, Ellen Page, Ellen DeGeneres, L Magazine, the L Word. Mm. L Woods. L Woods. L Woods. Very gay. Oh. That's true. L. Woods. Good day. Yeah. Bend and snap. Yeah. Wait, really? Y'all are gonna say L Woods over <laughs> Ellen Page, Ellen DeGeneres, and the L word? <laughs> the most homosexual is L Woods? <laughs> really? Yeah. That's the consensus? Yeah. yeah. We are yeah. arbiters of queer culture. I'm comfortable with that. That's, I'm very comfortable with that answer. Have you seen that they're remaking the L word now? Yes. I don't. So excited. Who's I can't, in it? Do we know? Scarlett Johansson, probably. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> she has to be in it. She, she actually has Scar to Joe be in it. was gunning for that role. That's true, yeah. And I think Scarlett heard that they're, they're creating a new trans character and like immediately her agent was like, gotta get on that. Yep. Uh-huh. Grande Ariana. Grande Frankie. Grande Mocha Frappuccino. Wow. We love some. Okay, but have you seen Frankie Grande? Honestly, no. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't. I know it's Ariana's brother. Tommy? I saw him at like a a red carpet, and instead of having a shirt, he had like body paint of a shirt, and I was like, Gaga always did that. Just a pure encapsulation of hedonistic, like homosexual id. Just like fully... Like the most unbridled homosexuality I've ever seen. Is he famous in his own right, other than no. being Ariana's brother? Someone recently sent me a, a, a link to an article about him and his, I guess, throuple, throuple. ending. Well, they broke and up. And so there was a picture of these three people, and I was like, "Well, which one, which one is him?" They all, they literally, like that. Talk about incest. Like they all mm. look the same. You know they the, the same. Mean, the most wild part about that story is I heard later that Frankie was the top. No. What? They were lies. Some, I did don't you have to draw that. straws for that shit? That didn't come naturally. <laughs> I don't believe that. Uh, Ryan Gosling. 
Ryan Lochte, Ryan Murphy, Ryan as in Paul, <laughs> rye bread. I just want to know the thought process when you're writing this game. I'm like, when you get to like, I need to include rye bread in this. Rye, rye bread is the queer bread. It's, it, the, it's probably the queerest bread. No. It's certainly the whitest pretty bread. pretty queer to me. I would say though, okay, one time I was in New York and I was at the big gay ice cream shop and I saw Ryan Gosling and it took me a minute to recognize really? him because I was just like, have I seen this person on Grindr? Like, okay, Cupid. Like, where do I know them from? Probably. And then and then I was like, oh shit, that's Ryan Gosling. And then we stared at each other, and I swear to God, we had a moment. No, I was like, oh, I did, did you? Wait, how tall is he? Enough. Damn. I hate you. He wasn't you ready. So much. Time. Well, um, I feel like that's a great place to end. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> is you yes. and your almost moment with Ryan Gosling. <laughs> For our next course, we're going to do an impure thought, spelled T-H-O-T. Oh, yeah. An impure thought is a slutty and salacious story from the horror archives of one of our hosts, and today it's Fran. Oh, <laughs> let me just take a sip of this. Yes. Oh, God. <laughs> so, how many of you have heard of Gay Ski Week? Any? Wow. Two people. So... Gay Ski Week is when they turn the tiny little mountain town of Aspen, Colorado into basically Fire Island for like one week. And like Aspen, Aspen, (laughs) Colorado. They just like they just like import sluts into this like mountain town. And I think that maybe some of the rationale is like, oh, skiing, not a really slutty sport in its own right, as opposed to a sluttier sports like rugby, swimming, um, tennis. Skiing could be kind of slutty, though. But, you know, you're covered in layers. They're like, we better, we need need the slutty version of skiing. And so, Gay Ski Week was born. Um, And, and, you know, as you can imagine, the target demographic for this thing is like, you know, white affluent dads, and then trust fund babies... They're straight best friends, Denver gays, and then like sporty gays. And I was, and so like, you know, I don't really. What circle of hell is this? (laughs) I think it's the sixth tier of hell. Um, And you know, I don't really, I was going there for work. So I was there to write a story. I was there to like. On Gay Ski Week? On Gay Ski Week. Okay. Writing a piece on Gay Ski Week. And uh, the gag to all of this is I fucking hate skiing. And so I'm like, I, I'm not going to do any of the skiing activities. And the only other activities during Gay Ski Week are slutting it up um, and like going to parties and stuff like that. So I was like going to some parties. It was like mostly cute. I was more often than not one of three people of color in any room. Um, and I was like, great, we're, this is gonna, like, I'm so glad I'm here. But, um, <laughs> but um, there was this, one of the, on the final night, I think it was a final night, they had this giant pool party for everyone attending Gay Ski Week. So I don't know if any of y'all have ever been to like seventh grade, but like pool parties still are a nightmare as much as they were. Actually, the scene in eighth grade, the movie with the pool party was so fucking good. This is a horror movie. Yeah, it does. Was it an indoor pool? No. It was an indoor water park. (laughs) 
and so the least sexy situation I can even imagine. imagine. Exactly. Like, well, I hope you're wearing flip flops. Imagine <laughs> me walking into an indoor water park, and inside are hundreds of white men in board shorts, ankle deep in pool water and chatting. Please tell me you were wearing, because Fran and I have been to the beach together. Remember you wore that church lady hat? I did like, not like wear. A huge, like, <laughs> I needed you in the hat. I did not wear my giant beach hat. However, I did wear a gender nonconforming swimsuit. So I stuck out like a sore thumb. I looked like. That in, looks really good on you, though. It looked so good on me. Yeah. Thank you. Um, but, you know, I was like, well. I need to have sex. But I was also like nervous because pool party. Mm -hmm. So I slammed back like three tequila tonics. You do that. Yeah. Um, And then I uh, had, uh, there was this guy who had slid into my DMs. He was a ballet dancer who was in town for one night. And so we ended up linking up. I snuck him into the party. I, he showed up um, and like he, I was like, oh, um, we, uh, you, you, there are locker rooms over there. You can change your swimsuit. And he was like, no, I'm actually wearing it underneath. And he just like pulls off his swimsuit, pulls off, sorry, not his swimsuit, oh. pulls off his clothes in front of everyone. And he's just wearing like the teensiest like Speedo of God's creation. And he has uh, an amazing body. Yeah, and he's got like a ballet body. Mm-hmm. Like he's just like not a, it's just like fully, I immediately develop an eating disorder. Just looking, <laughs> just looking at him. I was like, wow. Um, but I was also, like, upon his arrival, sh-hit-faced. Yeah. Um, and uh, two moments, I'll, 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 it's a long story, so I'll speed up. Two moments stuck out to me from the pool party. One, when we were sitting by the hot tub, somehow, as one does, got on the topic of, ho- of cock rings. I don't know how. And he goes, oh, I'm wearing a cock ring right now. <laughs> and I was like, what? Uh... And then in front, again, hundreds of people were all, they're like dozens of gay guys in this hot tub. He he goes, yeah, look. And he opens up and like, I see just the base of his penis and then a cock ring. And it was like, sometimes the base is just better than the rest of it. You know what I mean? Like sometimes just like that, that little, that little wink. Yeah. Keep hope alive. Okay. So that's moment number one. Moment number two, right before we left, uh, I was, I don't know why, but like we were like drunk and horny and I was like, do you want to go on the lazy river? And he was like, sure. This is all indoors. This is all an okay. indoor lazy is river. Yeah, that the thing that go, just kind of goes around and around? Yeah, it's like, yeah, you get in a tube and you like, you know, go around in the little lazy river thingy. So he, I, we're both like in the hole of the inner tube. Uh. And he's more propped up, and I'm kind of, like, leading us down the lazy river. And, of course, as one does, because, you know, if you imagine um, us in the lazy river, and you imagine this is, like, the line of water, and this is the tube, the other halves of our bodies are down here, and, like, no one can see them. And so I'm just, like, giving him full hand jobs, like, underneath heaves. this, like, tube going down the lazy river. Full heaves. Heaves. And like I know, just like imagine us, just like like above the inner tube, just like la la. We're just like normal people going to the laser right. Like the no below, just like oh. beating my <laughs> <laughs> So 
Yeah, I also had, I, I, I'm just trying to imagine what that would have looked like to anybody who just like poked there. Cause I also had a full red manicure on. So um, anyways, subtle. long story short, we go home together. He boinks my brains out. And then um, also wakes me up again at four o'clock to have sex again, which is like very, like a love 4 a.m. sex. Um, and then he leaves. And the next morning as he's leaving, he's like, oh, I'll see you in New York. And I was like, what? <laughs> and he was like, I live in New York. I told you that last night. And I was like, Is kitchen? Is that? He lives in Harlem. Oh. So he might as well distance. live in China. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's long distance. Mm-hmm. Um, right. But actually, I was like, oh, no. Like, I was very much so counting on this being a thing where, like, I just, like, that cute, quirky thing where, like, I just never see you again. <laughs> um, and he was like, oh, I look forward to seeing you again in oh, New York. Oh, no. So I tried, to, I tried mm-hmm. to ghost him. He sends another text Did message. Did you really? Okay, so here's the thing. Uh, <laughs> because we see, the the group chat, we see on the group chat. Do you know when you can send a screenshot of a text, but it's just the text? From the other person, yeah. and I'm like, "What's the context? Like, you, what has you Fran are the been queen saying? of this. You are the so, queen of this." Anyway, I, I love not providing context, yeah. but <laughs> for this is the truth. I ignored his first like, "I see you later, see you in New York, whatever." Ignored. Second text was like, "Hey, how's your day going?" It's the same day, like l- fully like, <laughs> like three hours have passed. He sends another text that was like something stupid about what some some inside joke or something. I ignore it. Five hours later, I receive a full-length poem. A a literal poem. Texting me, and he's like, I did something crazy. And I was like, yes. And he wrote, and I'm going to read an excerpt. It's also going to be an excerpt because it's very long. It's the title of the poem is He Sees Me. Oh, I didn't know it was titled. It has a title. Did he send it as a text? It was, your, it was like in a document. No, it was in a text oh, okay. form. So okay. I, the line breaks were a little jumbled up, okay. but... Um, <laughs> he sees me. Uh, <laughs> uh, after one hand job on the Lazy River. One <laughs> hookup on <laughs> that Lazy River, wow. Mama. You must have done it good. I, that's, I was a t- backed it up uh so let me uh okay uh, should i start from the beginning no i feel like i should st- I, I feel like you need to read the part with the nips and the hips and the okay fine, 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 fine. the the narrative uh conceit of this he's already entered the pool party so it's a, it's a narrative poem he's entered the pool party for once my world was censored nipples blurred out bulges smoothed down not another fucking man around just him with his beautiful long limbs the hair above his lips Complimenting his nails with the red tips. A. Everyone's like, oh fuck, it rhymes. Oh fuck. fuck. That lay by the side of his perfectly shaped hips in line with the most adorable pair of nips. (laughs) Partially hidden by a precariously placed zip. (laughs) This girl has no sense of cadence. No. No sense of rhyme that scheme. Is that an A B A B? Is it a sonnet? Is it anyways? Does, um, did he know that you're a poet? He had no idea. Oh, okay. I wouldn't. I would hope not. Okay. Yeah. But again, person knows nothing about me, so I was devastated. And I think I said, <laughs> I said something along the lines of like, "Oh my God, you wrote me a poem," and he's like, "He, yeah." Um, and so you know, naturally, 
I was like, well, if this person isn't going to leave me alone, we might as well have sex again. <laughs> like, I guess... It <laughs> this was good, is, right? It was good? Listen. It, it was good. It was. I'm <laughs> to, it, well, here's the thing. It happened. I'm trying to see how much time we have. Uh, do I have... How much You're more? good. You Producer have Alex? You have time, baby. Okay, great, 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 yeah. great. So, the story doesn't end there. <laughs> weeks oh, later... Oh, yeah. I so, forgot. weeks later... <laughs> Um, I was like, let's meet on Monday. This is like the day, the day after he comes back into New York. I was like, let's go on a date or like, let's have sex or something like that. I don't totally set, I don't set like any sort of like romantic precedent. I'm like, let's just see each other. Okay. Very last minute I had to reschedule on him. I'm a busy person. I have a busy life. I gave him three days in advance. He was so pissed. He was very upset. He was just like, my time is important too, blah, blah, blah. And I was like... I'm, no, it's not. I'm, I'm, <laughs> you spent it on that damn poem. So. Like, your time is important. It's just my time is more important. Um, no, I, I just was like, oh my gosh, I'm sorry. Like, let me make it up to you. I'll see you Thursday. It's like, okay. Thursday rolls around. It's fashion week. My boss asked me to go to this show, this show in, uh, in the evening of Thursday, which is like right over our date time. And I'm like, oh shit, I need to cancel on him again. Uh-oh. Um, but I was like, it's fine. I, I gave him like three hours notice, which is not cute. But I was like, I didn't cancel fully. I said, can I meet you at 930 instead of 630? That's so reasonable. it's not a full cancellation. It's just like, can I bump you a little bit? Because, yeah. because I have work and it's work related. Yeah, it was excuse. work. He is so upset, like so livid that he calls me at work to tell me how shitty of a thing it was that I did. And I was like, what? What? Who like, calls? I, I who calls? Who calls? Also, who like, calls? why am I beholden really to your question. time? Why am I beholden to your time all of a sudden? Like, are you my mom? I was just like fully <laughs> so, so Oh gooped. my God, what if it was your mom? <laughs> oh my God. This whole and time. And, and guess what? Fully Angelica Huston in the witches. Um, <laughs> after a lot of ass kissing, I'm like, Will you see me at 9.30? Which He's takes like, a lot for you to do. Which takes a lot for me to do. Yeah. But I was fully digmatized. And so I was like, I really want that. Yeah. So 9.30, we meet up at this wine bar after I see the show. He, uh, he's still visibly mad at me. I'm trying to, like, lube him up. I'm being charismatic and charming. I'm like, how many more glasses of wine until you're still mad at me? Yuck, yuck, yuck. And, like, mm-hmm. making him <laughs> chuckle. So after a few glasses of wine, he's finally relaxing. And he says, I want to tell you something. Oh, no. And I was like, okay. And he was like, part of the reason I was really mad that you rescheduled, not rescheduled, three-hour bump, okay, um, was that I had gone all around the city looking for a very special kind of flower for you. And I was like, oh, that's sweet. Um, Thank you for doing that. Um, And then I was was like, I'm so sorry. Like, what, like, what... What's the deal? And he was like, uh, well, I finally found the flower that I was looking for after running all around Manhattan. And when you called me and rescheduled, rescheduled on me, I threw the entire bouquet in the garbage. And I was like, okay. And I like kind of imagining him like in the streets of Manhattan being like, fuck him. Um, just like fabricating this total artifice of what our romance was. And so anyways, I was like, so wait, why were you going all around in Manhattan? He was like, I was trying to find you dahlias. Do you and like I, dahlias? No. Oh. I was like, I like, I, there's so many other flowers that I like, but I was What's like. What's the flower that you like? I love peonies. Peonies, yeah. I okay. love peonies, but 
I did not mention peonies or anything. I didn't mention any flowers. I didn't mention Dahlia. So I was like, what is, I was like, what, why Dahlia? Isn't that like a murder flower? I, <laughs> I know. Dahlia? Yeah. But I was like, so wait, what? I was trying to rack my brain. I was like, wait, why Dahlia's? And he goes, you don't know. And I'm like, is there a movie that I like that has Dahlia's? Is there like some sort of significance that we share with Dahlia's? I don't even know what a Dahlia looks like. Yeah, like that's how weird it is. And he goes, Dahlia's are the country flower of Mexico. And I was like, uh, what? Uh, and I was like, why did you get me the country flower of Mexico? And he goes, like that. And I was like, oh. because I'm Mexican? I've never even been to Mexico. I went to Cabo once, but that doesn't count. Oh, that was for another sponsor too. And so any normal person would have like run out of that room screaming. But I just laughed it off, and then we had sex that night, and it was amazing. Uh. <laughs> Honestly, I would have done the same. The, the end of this story is this. The following morning, I le- had to get up early at 6.30, so I left him in my bed, and he said he was going to leave shortly oh after. Oh, my God. Yes. I never left. I got home, and he was not there, but Thank God. he had spent hours in my room folding every single item of clothing in my closet. Like, hundreds of items. Because I'm a mess. Like, I've never folded a, an item of clothing in my life. Like, and it, he folded every single item of clothing, and I was like, well, this is full Glenn Close and Fatal Attraction. Mm-hmm. I need to, and I, and I was like, I need to end this. And I dumped him the next day, um, and it was really not, it was not cute. Was the not a cute text that so he responded was so, like, because keep in mind, as Fran said, there was like two interactions total. Well, but one date. One date. One and date. And like, Fran was like, actually, I don't want to see you anymore. And the text I call, back. I also call, no, I called him and broken up with him. My favorite line, it was, he wrote back, he goes, this really fucking hurts, Fran. <laughs> it was like this like really long text, but it was just like. And he also said in that text message, again, this is after we'd already had a 30 minute conversation of me breaking up with him. He says, breaking up with, after one date, he says, this is why you don't keep relationships, Fran. Yeah. I mean, and I was like, yeah. I mean, if, <laughs> if the yeah, reason I, I don't, if the reason I don't keep a relationship is because you're yeah, fully a murderer, then, like, <laughs> then, so then I'm it. good with that. Um, so anyways, that's the end of my story. Thank oh, yeah. you for listening. Thank, Thank you. For that story, what a friend. mess. Yeah, again. So, you know, I'm proudly bi-coastal these days. Oh, my God. Oh, and in addition to traveling a lot, touring, and all that kind of stuff, I can get pretty rank on the road. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but what's really helped me is Scentbird, actually, <gasps> because with their discreet packaging, and they're pretty small, you can fit them in your... Um, butt? Yeah, in your butt. <laughs> They're, because they're less than three ounces, you can fit them in your carry-on bag. Oh, oh yeah. I love that. Oh, my yeah. carry-on bag is just my butt. Uh, <laughs> well, anyways, Scentbird is a luxury fragrance prescription ser- subscription service. Scentbird has more than 450 designer brands for you to choose a cologne or perfume from each month. Choose the cologne you want to try, and they'll send you a 30-day supply. Mm. And with an exclusive offer just for our listeners, you can get 50% off your first month today. That's only $7.50 for your first fragrance. 
Go to scentbird.com slash T-H-O-T and use our code T-H-O-T for 50% off your first month. Again, that's scentbird, S-C-E-N-T, bird.com slash T-H-O-T for you to try your first cologne or perfume for just $7.50. Sign on. Smell amazing. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So, Joseph, uh-huh. you're a sad person, right? Oh, just horrifically, how constantly. Many, how many times have you cried today? Uh, more than I can count. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> typical. BetterHelp.com online counseling is there for you. Oh, my God. Thank God. BetterHelp makes it easy to connect with a licensed professional counselor specializing in issues that you want to talk about. Connect with your counselor in a safe and private environment. Get help at your own time on your own pace. Schedule a secure video and a phone session, and you can start communicating in under 24 hours. Best of all, there's it's truly an affordable option. Food for Thought listeners get 10% off your first month with discount code THOT. T-H-O-T. If you've been wanting to talk, get started today. Go to betterhelp.com slash THOT. Simply fill out the questionnaire to help them assess your needs and get matched with a counselor you'll love, one that can always change. That's betterhelp.com slash T-H-O-T, promo code T-H-O-T. Our podcast today is also brought to you by Away. You know that me, mm. Joseph Ho Osmondson, I'm always <laughs> losing shit. I always break All the my time. shit. All the it time. is horrendous. And my Away case helps me organize. It keeps Nothing me can safe. Help you organize. It keeps my phone charged so I can motherfucking land, get get my little cab from the airport and get immediately on the grinder machine <laughs> to be welcomed into my new city. And get to some deck. Listen, the carry-on ha- is a lightweight and durable shell that's made to last for a lifetime of travel. I like a lightweight and durable man that's made for a lifetime oh, of riding. <laughs> a 100-day trial lets you try any Away product on the road, and a limited lifetime warranty means they'll fix or replace your bag if it ever gets Ooh, damaged. Fix my bag, Zaddy. Fix my bag. For $20 off a suitcase just for you lovely Food for Thought thoughts, visit awaytravel.com. Slash T H O T T H O T and use promo code T H O T during checkout. We know you want to. Once again, that's awaytravel.com slash T H O T and promo code a T an H an O a T. Only on Netflix June 7th, Tales of the City is a beloved, acclaimed series of novels by Armistead Maupin and a TV miniseries. In this new chapter of the franchise, the story picks up a a cast of characters who live on Bearberry Lane in present-day San Francisco, and it introduces a vibrant and diverse world of new characters that surround them. It began as a San Francisco Chronicle column in the 1970s by gay author Armistead Maupin that then evolved into his novels, followed by the 1990s PBS and Showtime miniseries that chronicled the fictional lives and relationships of a group of LGBTQ friends and neighbors living in San Francisco at 28 Barbary Lane. For many LGBTQ viewers, it was the very first time they saw themselves and their lives portrayed in a sincere, authentic, accepting way. LGBTQ characters were front and center, not on the sidelines or secondary to the plot. Now, Netflix is introducing a new modern chapter almost 20 years later to our global audience. I saw the series and I actually really loved it. TBH, I got a little screener. So go watch it. It's now streaming only on Netflix. It gave me a boner. (laughs) (laughs) 
Tomboy acts as much more than the makers of damn fine, gender-inclusive, comfortable underwear that fits your body and how you see yourself. Their roots run deep in the queer community, and Pride Month is no exception. And in celebration of Pride Month, Tomboy X has done it again with their awesome new rainbow Pride collection. And let me tell you, their uh, unisuit is my favorite thing. Oh my gosh. It's just a little swim onesie with rainbow zipper and I, black six inch seam. I wear it around the house, TBH. Honestly. <laughs> it holds right. everything well, now, up and in. Well, now mm. I have a boner. Mm. You just got to get one, Joe. You're the only thought that doesn't have one. True. Show your pride with the rainbow collection at Tomboy X. Go to tomboyx.com slash T-H-O-T. Enter T-H-O-T and get an extra 15% off your first order. Again, Get an extra 15% off when you enter THOT at tomboyx.com slash THOT. That's tomboyx.com slash THOT. Our next course is the meat of our discussion, the thought process spelled THOT. And this week we're talking about uh, situationships, that muddy area between casual hookup and relationship. And uh, I think. Fran wants to get us started a little bit, maybe? That's right. So in the the episode that we released, um, we talked about situationships, um, which is like exactly what it sounds like. It's when a relationship isn't all the way there and you're working to find a label for it, or maybe not, and you're comfortable on that liminal space. You know what I mean? But it's just like when something is kind of like floating and it doesn't have a label. So we're going to do a part two to that conversation and talk about like not just situationships, but what does it mean when intimacy it is at a distance or when you have that long long distance like textual relationship or as I like to call it a pretend internet boyfriend mm-hmm. it's like my favorite that thing technological intervention yeah. yes yeah. Um, so I'm curious with y'all um, when did whether it's a pretend internet boyfriend or a situationship of some kind when did it like really work out for you when did it turn into something great well, I had a, starting with a positive. Yeah, I had like the one time that I responded to somebody on Grinder. He actually ended up becoming my boyfriend. This is like in 2013, and he was six five, and it was great. Oh we wow! Had, like, really like athletic sex. Like after the after we were done, like my mirror would be on the side, like my mattress would be on the other side. I was like up against like a on my bookshelf. I remember like my my roommate being like. She was like, I was in there. She was in there in her room with her boyfriend. She was like, what do we do? And he's like, put on a record. She's like, what do we do now? He's like, put on another record. And it's like, <laughs> drown the sound of us out. My, uh, my roommate Diego was in, like, in the bathroom and he thought it was coming from upstairs. He was like, man, the people upstairs are having a great time. Oh, shit. Uh, and it was always like that. And because it, it started out, I don't know, I think a lot of times, like, you know, as queer people in a deeply homophobic world, some of the only spaces where we can commingle freely end up being digital ones, right? And I, I don't know. It's like, does that create. Is that does that create intimacy or does that create unrealistic expectations? You know, I'm not sure, but it did work out that one time. I mean, we only stayed together for like three months because it's impossible for me to be in a relationship. That's long for you. But that's long for me. Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, I you y'all know I'm in a relationship right now. Shout out Kenya, and she um she and I like actually met IRL like at a party, which was weird. And then um we ended up like being we ended up being friends for a couple months, and then we started hooking up. So it was like a situationship. And then, like, after a few weeks of situationshipness, she said to me, like, I'm really not looking for a relationship. And then what? Two, two days later, y'all rented the U-Haul. That actually, <laughs> yes, that's actually accurate. But, like, if the point is, like, as Lesbianism. a situationship, there wasn't the expectations of being in a, 
like whole relationship right then. It like evolved from friendship to situationship to being in a relationship. In the and course think, of an hour. No. It, well, a little Stop longer. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> a little longer. They were on lesbian time. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no. It's it's a beautiful thing though. We love. You Pania. have a situation going right I, now though. Oh yes, Dennis, tell us about you. All my tea. Yeah. Girl, you were That's gonna spill it anyways. Yeah, I, I was gonna. I I like. I, I also have literally spilled tea on the floor. Just FYI, <laughs> literally, <laughs> literally did. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. So there is there is a man in my life that I really enjoy, and he lives across the country from me. Mm. I, I live in New York. He lives in San Francisco. We met on Tinder. Um, it was supposed to be one and done, but we had a great time. We really connected. Were you and... in town? Like you were in San Francisco when you met him? No, I was in New York. He was. Oh, he was, he was in New York. He was in Y'all New York met on long business. business. Oh. Okay. He was in New York on business. I'm sure he was. <laughs> 57-year-old man business. That first night, he fucked me really good. And okay. then he woke me up at 4 a.m. and fucked me again. Oh, oh I love it. it. Yes. Okay. I love the other it thing. Was, it was so disrespectful. Great. I would it was hate great. that Because it's hard for me to go to bed. You wake me up at 4 o'clock. I'm, I'm sleeping. Like I want to, I want to no, stay. I, much like, much like Fran, I love being woken up for sex. But this is, I also just like, I mean, I love, I love the 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 terror of the four AM sex because that's like <laughs> right before bowel movement yeah. time, oh, and you're like, yes. you're like, what's gonna happen? <laughs> of the day where I'm like, I don't know what's going to happen. Uh, you are getting yourself into this mess. Because Dennis has a very good, uh, a very, Dennis knows what's going on in Dennis inside. Yeah, like, Dennis is times. like, like a Despite BM fact, for him. Despite the fact that they eat mac and cheese every day. Every day. <laughs> mac Just, and cheese before I, bottoming. That's I, Dennis' desire. I, I have had it twice in the three days that we've been here. <laughs> it's it's really, the mac and cheese at Doug Fur is really good. It's cute. Um, <laughs> the, so the situationship of this is, in addition to the fact that he lives literally across the country and we text every day we talk um a lot of nights i we've seen each other a few times like i saw him in la last month he used a lot of bitmoji in text he, messages oh my god yes. <laughs> he loves bitmoji. So that's that the target primary way of communication is through they've bitmoji. fallen in love through bitmoji <laughs> it's so beautiful i'm like he's 57 he likes the bitmoji just yes it's five years ago fully post-lingual just it's only so bitmojis Back so and forth. selfies and Bitmoji, and that's the whole <laughs> um, conversation. But the complicated thing is that he, so he's in an open, like, relationship-y sort of thing. And he's been, he's been very so clear so about so. the fact that that situation is very casual. Um, and I think it's very complicated on his, it's not complicated on my end. I really like him. It's a great situation. It's complicated on his end. But it is a situationship because it's, like, a lot of complicated conversations that have to happen and that will happen um, if it, like if but it you're looking to like develop it into something more than a situationship. Or are you? Or are I, you? Or are you? Are so you comfortable in the situationship territory? I am very comfortable right now in the situationship territory. Like I'm traveling a lot. I have a lot of things on my plate, and mac and it's cheese kind mostly. of perfect. Like lot, all different kinds of mac and cheese, buffalo mac and cheese. <laughs> no. Um, I have a lot of things on my plate, so I'm kind of comfortable with where it is, but I also do really like him, so I'm open to it moving forward, but I'm kind of, like, it's a situation where I, I tend to be pretty, like, demanding, and I'm like, this is what I want, da 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 da, da. like, if you, like, whatever, um, and I'm very quick to be like, this isn't working for me, but with him, I've sort of allowed myself to step back and not um, make the decisions, because I'm, like, good. Like, I'm good with it as it is. I'm good... If it progresses, I'm just good. But so. what, what, what does it look like if it progresses? I mean, I, I, I also mean to take this to the group well, though that like that like if um, it, like what what propels the situationship 
further on into into relationship. I mean, is yeah. it is it is it proximity? Is it continued proximity? I mean, like and and what I don't know. I guess all of my friends my I'm 35. All my friends my age, all my straight friends my age are married and having babies right now. And that like that's kind of what 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 uh held their relationship together sometimes I think was like they went into it knowing what they wanted to get out of it, which was children and a family. And if we're like queer, non-normative or whatever, and that's not necessarily why we're together, then why are we together? Or what would, you know, what is that? Because we could potentially be in situationships forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's part of the, that queerness, uh, the orientation of situationships that appeals to me and why I feel like situationships give me a lot of power and a lot of agency. Like, I, like Dennis, I'm like very comfortable being in that liminal space for an indefinite amount of time. And I'm like really glad that Joe's not here because he'd be like, but Fran, don't you think you're uh, like using it as a coping mechanism? I can do it if you want. Don't Play you think Joe. that Play like Joe. you're trying to... <laughs> Don't you think this is a coping mechanism? <laughs> Don't you think you're uh, distancing yourself from actual real intimacy? Uh, I'm crying right now. And, uh, and the answer is yes. Like, of course. <laughs> of course it's a coping mechanism. Yes, I hate intimacy. Yes. Like, duh. Life is traumatic. Yeah. Life is hard. Life is fucking hard and traumatic. Life is hard. Um, but, uh, you know, and like, sure, situationships sometimes are a way to avoid your heart getting broken or a way to avoid making mistakes that you made before where men waste your time. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? Most of because that's that's worse than being broken up with. That's worse than Ooh. being hurt from than me. That's like Damn. worse than like devastation and turmoil. Is like when he wastes your fucking time. I you went, know what oh I mean? God, I went to a bar last night. It was um, I, it was like meeting for a lark. It was like a, a a guy. What's it called Lovecraft? And there was like a guy who was the bartender there. I was like, oh my god, you were in one way, shape, or another my boyfriend from fifteen to twenty five. Like, and you have <laughs> wasted so much of my time. Uh, I'm not tipping, but I did. <laughs> Like, like tight jeans ripped in the middle, pyramid belt, like uh, cut off oh, tattoos no. and like long hair and a mustache. I was like, oh my God. Yeah. Matt, Darren, Matthew, James, like all of them James. were that man. And I was like, that was such, a, that annoyed me more than anything else, more than his futon on the ground. You know what I mean? Like more than uh. him living in his parents' basement. It was the time that I wasted with that person mm-hmm. in various shapes and forms. I don't do it anymore. Well, situationships can feel like a waste of time when you end up being put like on a back burner or right. it doesn't develop into something or it's like you're spending more time trying to turn it into something and it just doesn't, yeah. you know? And yeah. that I think is where a situationship or even a relationship fails is when the expectations between the two mm-hmm. partners are misaligned. Yeah. Uh, and I think that there is a scenario, an ideal scenario wherein you're interdependent instead of codependent that you guys both have stuff going on. You both have like things that you're working on and because of that you don't like need each other that bad where a situation ship fails is when one is not being honest with the other about what they want isn't that like that's in a situation ship it's like scary to tell the other person like you want more it's like it's not it doesn't like foster Mm -hmm. honest communication and it could ruin the situation yeah exactly because it's dependent on the situation that's why it's called a situation ship it's the context and if you change the context of that all of a sudden we're getting more intimate all of a sudden you meet my parents all of a sudden we do whatever I mean I was in a situation ship that got a little bit too far too quickly and that totally ruined it we might have actually been together for longer but I went to Christmas too soon with his family because he was just like how long after like like, a couple of months oh yeah and I was like yeah 
And I was, just, and then all of a sudden, I was at his mom's house. We were fucking in his childhood bedroom, and I was like, like staring at like some old journals. Like he's like, as he's like plowing me, I'm like, this got too. I do think that, like, <laughs> like that's too. kind of hot though. Fucking in the childhood haunts is hot. But no, no. You have to be, you have to be at a real. I, I'll show you a picture that. of Adam, and you'll be like, no, it's okay. <laughs> um, but what you were saying though about commitment or how uh, the the life of a situationship depends on probably both people wanting the same thing. Like, how do you address what you want? Do you? I mean, because again, like if so, if it's supposed to be casual, do you feel comfortable saying like? I only want to go this far. I mean, I mean to say that because I'm in a situation ship right now and I think it's merciful for both of us because I cannot imagine being with this person. You know what I mean? Like he goes to like Fire Island. He never wears a t-shirt. Like he like But uh, you guys are having fun in the situation ship. That's what it is. But yeah. I'm like, I'm not going with you to pride in your speedo. You like might have that's fun. just not No. I know, I know where I fit in, and and it's not that, you know? It's see, but he's like you know, kind of a, he's like a dancer and he'll like dance on a table at a gay mm. bar. Like, that's fine. Do you. But it's like, I'm just our our lives and our worlds are so different that I don't actually want them to smash together. Mm. So I'm kind of OK. You have together. said that this particular thing that you're talking about has an expiration date. Yeah. So it's like maybe yeah. situationships just like always have expiration. I mean, dates, don't you I feel yeah, like they do. sometimes when you're with somebody that you can kind of see the end from the beginning or you can Absolutely. see like Absolutely. what it's going to end. So it's like a it, carton of eggs just sitting on there. <laughs> You're like, yeah, yeah. Like, I'll buy March first, two thousand nineteen. Uh, <laughs> I feel like the bitch of it is, um, and I think when it's a situation where you can kind of clearly see the end, even though this, that's complicated too, because you might see the end and the other person might not see any end, which mm. is where it's like such a bitch. Like it doesn't matter to me if it's a situation or a relationship, because either way, there's so much communication and clarity that's required that. Like, neither one sort of seems better or easier to me than the other. Like, like I'm in this great situationship right now, but we have to be... With communicate- Ron? Yeah. That one? Like, oh, yeah. I really <laughs> like it. But we, like, I have to be, like, I'm, I have to be as committed to communicating with him clearly, and he has to be as, as committed to communicating with me clearly as I've ever been in my most serious relationships mm. where there were clearer, like, sort of boundaries. Right. And, and I'm finding that really interesting. Right. And situationships are, like, not the same thing as, like, a fuck buddy or, like, right. an insignificant mm-hmm. other. It's, like, it's your, it's someone who actually, like, you may not be committed to each other in a relationship, but you are committed to not being assholes to like each other. Like, you're committed to not you know harming I mean? each other. Or exactly. Like, we harm each other all the time. We're like, human beings, but what a trying, ra- like, not trying to. What a radical idea. Just, like, not being an asshole with someone that you're having sex with. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I and I feel like I, I know that sounds like I'm saying that for like the punchline, but in all like especially yeah. in the gay dating world, like men treat you like garbage. It doesn't matter what you're like or like what kind of expectations you're setting into this grinder hookup or this like one dude or this whatever. Men treat you like trash. Mm-hmm. And it's sometimes it's nice to have sometimes the benefit of a situationship is that regardless of the fact that you don't want to be with that person forever, you actually trust them. Yeah. And you actually trust that when y'all hang out, you're not going to be like emotionally damaged or hurt, mm-hmm. or you're not going to be, you know, mistreated while you're having sex or mm-hmm. like on a date, you know, whatever you're, yeah. it is that you're doing. And like, I am like, ugh, what? What's the term? Like, I'm emotionally unavailable. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, and and I that makes it really difficult to date people. But yeah. I still crave intimacy. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think that there are a lot of people that are in the same boat as me, where it's like I'm not really in a spot to like date right now. 
Um, but, you know, I still would love to, like, have sex with someone and, like, order jerk chicken mm. and, like, watch it- that really bad um, Jake Gyllenhaal Netflix thriller. Oh, yeah. But... He's wearing yeah, that blouse, that Golden Girls blouse. Oh yeah, my yeah. god! There's a Jake Gyllenhaal um, Netflix. I'm, I'm finding it very. Di- <laughs> like, Dennis is sorry, you didn't catch it, but Dennis was like, "There's a Jake Gyllenhaal Netflix thriller." Like, holy, <laughs> just Dennis being the Dennis of this conversation. We also need to address the other night here in Portland. I approached Dennis at a table, oh holding my god. court at a table, talking about Rihanna's new album, Sweetener. What? <laughs> I mean, it wasn't even a word mix-up. That's it. Dennis this just morning, didn't know. As I was packing up, I was playing Mariah Carey's "It's a No No," and then Dennis was like, "Who was that? Was that Mariah Carey?" And I was like, "Yes." And he was like, "Is that song new?" And I was like, "Yes." And he was like, "She came out with a new album." And I was like, "Dennis, we have been saying it's a no no for, for months, yeah. months ago." Anyway, I, thought, I thought you guys were just saying that. The best part, also the best part of of Dennis saying. Sweetener, Rihanna's new album, which is like fully the incorrect music artist, is that Sweetener isn't is even Ariana Grande's one. most recent no. album. But. Like, uh, I just, the level, your mind. Your mind, I, the power, the influence. What were you about to say? Oh, you totally forget. No, 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 actually, I remember, I remember, I remember. So, um, what, what I'm hearing though is that you're talking about the again, like a like a vigor of a situationship, living in a state of communication with each other, honest communication with each other. But I'm finding that my continued situ my situationship continues because we aren't really communicating with each other. Mm-hmm. You mean I delete this person's number every single day out of my phone? <laughs> you just not like, just the number, yes. you also delete like the text history so that you can't find it. Yeah, yeah. So it's like I can't I can't text him. He has to text me first for me to get back. So it's just like I, but I don't. I mean, I know why. And like, I he pretended not to know who I was when he met me. And like, there's just been a, a palpable disconnect from the truth with us from the beginning. And I'm not sure we can recover. But you're approaching the whole thing like you go into this saying that there's an expiration date. Like, how is there ever going to be anything more than you know, like a situation ship? And I guess you just don't want it. I guess I just, but. I, I, Here's what I wow. <laughs> Alex bringing in the raw raw. Okay. You know I'm the food for that therapist. Well, now are you the Joe now? Are you? Are you I love don't, it. No, don't that's say that. My, sorry. That's my favorite part of like any episode of Food for Thought is when like Joe spins on me and goes like full Barbara Walters and he's like, but friend. <laughs> don't every you week, think that? Every week. Uh, every week. What do you mean? What is that? Does that come from like trauma? Does it come from having bad models of people in relationships? I mean, I can't think of a. I don't have a good model for a relationship. Mm. My parents weren't in a good one. Mm. You know what I mean? Like they didn't really communicate effectively with each other. I'm like, where am I supposed to learn this shit? Like I've been a serial dater, but I can't. That that hasn't made me a person who could be with somebody. I mean, how do you how how does one learn more positive um uh, behaviors in in a mm. relationship? I mean, I'm trying to listen. I've been I've been doing a very good job and this sounds weird, but I've been doing a very good job of not sabotaging this relationship. If you There's, just said you delete you, the number of this <laughs> What? Sabotagery is only to Teebs right now. Like it's not That's, he's not doing yeah. it publicly. Okay. To, to the yeah. other person. Yeah, I haven't I haven't been like your mom's a bitch or anything like that. Right. <laughs> wow. Which is stuff that he's I've done before. Yeah. But I mean I, I what I mean to say is that like I I try to when I'm when we're together, I try to temper what would be my flip reaction. Mm-hmm. You know, I try to temper what what instinctively I would do. Like if, there have been if times I've 
What? Like you temper it, like you don't act the same as if you were just a regular friend. That's what I'm trying to do. Yeah. Like act okay. like a regular friend. Yeah. Like what would I do for a friend in that situation? Because mm-hmm. they think like relationship yeah. and friendship, I mean romantic relationship and friendship, like they share like attributes, right? Yeah. Um, but, I, you know, I'll send like something to the group chat and be like, when he said this, did he mean that I'm a raggedy asshole? And they're like, why are you being he so irrational? He just said irrational? like WYD. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, so, like, <laughs> and so in those moments, I'm trying to like take a step back and not respond in anger. Mm-hmm. And that's what I mean yeah. when I'm saying I'm, I'm trying not to sabotage this. I'm learning little by little, but it's just like, I don't know. Maybe I'm just bored in LA. Do we like? Do we ever really learn the things that we need to learn to make these things work, or is it to some level just about like kind of jumping off a cliff and diving in? Like I, I feel like I don't know what to do to make anything work either. Like I'm just guessing at everything. I've learned more about human relationships in my situationships than I have with my actual relationships. Sometimes, like mm. I feel like I think that's fair. there are a lot of ways wherein. The way the ways you like kind of meander around together and like feel around in like the dark bushes of like what the situationship is actually makes you more tuned in or more adept or more like turned on to like whatever the fuck's going on. Where sometimes when you get too comfortable in a relationship, you fully dissociate from your body and you're like, <laughs> I don't even know what this is anymore. I don't know. Yeah, sometimes. I think you're right. Do you feel like there's like safety in acknowledging? Like from the get go too, that it's like this could work out this way, this could work out this way, this could work out in some way that I can't even imagine. Um, and any of these things that I'm foreseeing could be construed as failure. Mm-hmm. But like, like if you're able to look at that head on and understand that that's there, then like maybe that makes it easier. Um, I don't know. I'm, yeah, I'm I'm bad at that because I'm like I meet somebody like, well, one of us is gonna die first, so <laughs> like let's get ready for that big. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Poet. But also, that's actually, but that's also the, Poet. I mean, that's the truth. Right? That's the like, truth. It's a know. good place to. <laughs> <laughs> so we're all going to die. It's a great place to end. Yeah. <laughs> great. Thank wow. you for that. Discussion. I hope that gave you some food for thought. Our next course is, well, you know, I'm full, but I could fit one more thing inside of me. Dennis knows how I feel. I mean, today I want to. But... <laughs> I'm kidding. So I I'm... You're not. I, I, you know, we're going to do, we're going to do some Cardi. No. No? We're doing Ari. Yeah. Ari? Right? Yeah. Ariana Grande. Oh, yeah. Ari doing Ari. You God. said Cardi. Yeah, you fucked I up. Oh. It was your fault. That was my fault. All right. Well, we were debating whether to do Cardi or Ariana Grande as dessert and we we're doing Ariana. Ariana, not just Ariana. We're, we're doing, doing Rihanna? <laughs> Rihanna's Ariana? new song? Yeah. Rihanna's new album, Sweetener? <laughs> no, we're doing Ariana's song, Break Up With Your Boy Girlfriend, I'm Bored. Yeah. Wait, is that what it's called? Yeah, Break, break Up, up With Your Girlfriend, girlfriend I'm Bored. bored. Yeah. Because we're obsessed. Like, that song came out and we were like, is this an episode of Food for Thought? Like, <laughs> I fully, like, you, like, Ari is that bitch? Like, uh-huh. I don't even, I was so, I mean, in the last two albums, like, Ari has really showed that she's, like, more than, like, a perfectly manufactured, like, pop factory. She's also, like, a weird, slutty internet girl. And I'm, like, fully stan. Like, mm-hmm. that, and that song for me is just such a perfect little embodiment of, like, the absolute, like, 
here's a song. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, I was. And obviously, we love it because in the video, she alludes to the fact that she's queer at the end, or at least by Curious. At least. At least. At least. And is about to hook up with a girl. And also. That looks exactly like her, which is also perfect. Like, it couldn't be any other way. But it reminds me of the same moment. There was, I think it was. In Thank You Next, where for like two seconds, everyone thought she was going to say that she was dating a woman because it was like, I met someone else. We're having better discussions. Her name is. And, and, I like, heard that no. and then she <laughs> said her name is Ari. It was just it was <laughs> her. She was talking about herself. But she's kind of like, I don't know whether she's trolling us with the gay thing. I'm here for it either way. Yeah. But, she, <laughs> but she, like, do you guys know Victoria Monet? Victoria Monet is her, like, great, like, um, songwriter, collaborator. Mm. And Victoria Monet recently came out as bi <gasps> on Twitter, and they're, like, mm. best friends. So I'm like, maybe Victoria Monet's influence. And Ari really hangs out with the queers. Like, yeah. I actually, I'm actually one degree away from Ari in three different regards. And all three, all three of those mutual connections are queer. Like, mm. they're actual friends. They're actually friends mm-hmm. with Ari, and they're all, like, super duper queer. Is it the tattoo? person this is the tattoo oh my god well yeah so my tattoo artist is also ariana grande's tattoo artist wow. and she is a fucking queer ass puerto rican woman and like is so good at what she does but like also like my other two friends are like um they're non-binary like ari like fucks with the kids yeah. you know what i mean yeah um but i just i i think that ari is such a <laughs> an arbiter of queer culture no i'm just kidding yes. i need to stop saying that but like to to, to alex's point like if I'm being exploited, yeah, I don't care. That's, that's fine. fine. <laughs> and also, not to drag you, baby, but we in the group chat we were <laughs> saying, "Oh, you please you tell." Well, we were saying no. in the group chat a lot, like break up with your girlfriend. I'm bored. Just like a line. And Dennis like fully did not know that that came from a song. <laughs> I, like so he thought, thought that it was, they thought it was something that Steve's made up. Like, <laughs> well, so no full disclosure, a listener slid into my DMs and like said that, and I thought it was so funny, and I sent a screenshot to uh, the group chat, yeah. and I was like, oh, he's like introing himself like we do on Food for Thought, and they all were like, that's a song. Yeah, that's, that's a song. song. I had right. no idea. I barely know who Ariana Grande is. But I fully believe, I fully believe that she's having sex with another woman. I, I fully believe it. It's Me just, too. I yeah, mean, that, that, that ponytail. What? That's what about a ponytail? No, no, that's not sexy. Well, when you're brown, you always go down. Oh, I fully believe. I fully believe it, though. There was one before when uh, Dennis was like, and there was definitely music playing in that room. We were like, <laughs> Dennis was describing sex with the 67 year old and we are like how was the sex 57 57 sorry 57 Den- yeah and that was there the response was there's some kind of music playing, playing in that room. room we were like what <laughs> <laughs> yes I'm dead it was um, amazing I, so I say a lot of things is Ariana in bronze face Oh. Wait, what oh. did you have to bring it there? <laughs> I did see those pictures. I just thought maybe she stayed in the tanning bed too long. There are there are people that actually think she's black. Like, literally, like, I've had that conversation with multiple people. And I thought I'm that like, was just a joke on Twitter. No, oh. it's not. People, wow. like... It's, I mean, I can't, I can't even. She's Italian. She's, yes. I mean, but yeah, I don't know about the bronze face thing. I fully I thought she was curious. a person of color until She's two Italian. months ago. She's <laughs> That'll wrap up the discussion. Thank yeah. you so Thank much you. for coming. <laughs> 
Um, thank you, Shauna. Thank you, Portland Tourism Board. Thank you, Listen Up. Uh, also, thank you, Alex. She's our, our, our usually our silent partner. She produces That's everything. True. And this is her first time on mic. We're so yes. happy to have you. Thank you, guys. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 